Hello and welcome to the Goddess of Your Life podcast, where we talk about finding your way back home to your true expression and purpose. If you are a woman who is ready to step into her next version and manifest a life that wholeheartedly fulfills her and who is done with people pleasing, who is ready to finally listen to her soul's calling and who is willing to unapologetically express her boldest and most beautiful self, this podcast is for you. My name is Elaine Valerie and I'm your host today. Hello beautiful soul and welcome back to this podcast for this new episode. First of all, Happy New Year. I hope that you had a beautiful time during the holidays and that your start into 2024 was amazing. To start this new year, I thought that it might be a great idea to just give you all of the information about this year's astrology, the astrological highlights and also the challenges. And I will also talk a little bit about the overall energy that I can feel intuitively. So stay tuned and get ready to take some notes if you like, because you don't want to miss out on the dates that I'm going to tell you. I really want you to enter this year being prepared, being able to plan ahead, because you will know all about the challenging and also about the favorable seasons of the year. So before we dive fully into this episode, I also want to quickly mention that I offer my 90-minute soul plan astrology reading that you can book online. In this 90-minute one-on-one reading, we will take a look at what your soul wants to do here on earth and how you can work with the lessons from your past lives. We will also take a look at your natal chart and the current celestial influences of 2024 to find out how you can express yourself authentically and how you can use your potential personally and also professionally this year. And you will also get a roadmap for your next steps in life. If this sounds good and if you like to learn all about what's written in your personal stars, I invite you to reach out to me. You can find all of the information, the link and my email address in the show notes of this episode. But now let's take a look at the astrology of 2024. We're going to look at some of the major transits and events happening in 2024 to get an idea of what this new year has in store for us energetically. I won't get into every single transit and event because then this episode would probably be a few hours long, but I will get into those transits that I think will have a great impact on humanity and earth in general. These are the things that I always look out for when I take a look at the astrology of a year or the transits happening in our lives. I took some notes here, so let's start with one of the first things that I wrote down here. So the first thing is that Jupiter, the planet of luck and expansion, just turned direct again on December 30th, 31st, depending on where you are in the world. So we might feel a little bit more lucky right now or a little bit more expansive, like things are growing again. And Mercury turned direct on January 1st. So there is already a lot of progress happening in these first days of the new year. And the best thing is, 
from the 27th of January to April 1st, all the planets will be in forward motion. This means that we will be making progress and it will be a lot easier for us to just keep things moving and going and it will be easier to achieve our goals and dreams and to move forward with ideas. So if you have anything that you want to start, like any important project that you want to begin or anything big that you want to launch, these first few months, starting on January 27th, will be a fantastic time for such endeavors. I also want to mention that Venus is the only planet this year that won't be in retrograde. So collectively, we might feel a little bit more positive energy when it comes to topics that Venus stands for, like love, relationships, beauty, harmony, and also money. The first really huge and major transit of this year will be Pluto moving into Aquarius on January 20th. And I will also record an extra episode on that topic, as it is huge and very, very impactful for all of us. However, Pluto will move back into Capricorn from the 1st of September until the 19th of November. But from there on, Pluto will stay in Aquarius for the next 20 years. So why is this transit so important? First of all, we will have to deal with it for the next 20 years. And Pluto is the great transformer of our planets. And everything that it touches wants to be changed. Pluto in Capricorn has been wanting to transform old structures and hierarchies and bring change to old and outdated systems. And now Pluto wants us to break free from everything that holds us back as a collective and of course also as an individual. Aquarius is probably the most rebellious of the zodiac signs and Pluto wants to teach us how to be more individualistic and humanitarian in the upcoming decades because this is what Aquarius stands for. We already got a little taste last year when Pluto entered Aquarius for the first time from March 23rd until June 11th, 2023. Try to remember what you did during this period of time last year and think about all of the things that happened and that transformed in your life back then. Or maybe an ongoing transformation got triggered back then. So try to remember everything that happened between March and June last year. So let's move on to what more is happening. Mercury. The planet of communication and forward movement and also the mind will go retrograde three times in 2024. It will go retrograde in April, in August and in December, beginning at the end of November. So during these time periods, it is not so much recommended to travel or to make any big launches as the forward moving energy will be slowed down. And we will most likely experience delays or technological glitches, as we always do during a Mercury retrograde. If you want to know more about Mercury retrogrades in general, I recorded a timeless episode about this topic at the beginning of December last year. 
So get back to that one if you want to learn more about this topic. In 2024, we are also going to have several eclipses again. And eclipses are always a period of time in which we can feel the cosmic energy intensely. Usually we have two or three eclipses in a row, two times a year. That is why it's also called eclipse season. And eclipse season will start in March this year with the lunar eclipse in Libra on March 25th. So most probably what this means is that this will test our relationships and it will illuminate anything about ourselves and the people in our lives that are not in balance or harmony. Most probably we will have to release some things about ourselves, about the relationships in our life. Maybe even we need to release a relationship in our life. And also everything about the relationship with ourself will be highlighted that is not in balance. This might sound a little bit scary, but it's actually not. Because it will ultimately lead us to more self-acceptance and also to liberation from any toxic or codependent relationships of any kind. So let's try to see this as a good thing. Lunar eclipses always mark the end of something, whereas solar eclipses mark new beginnings and huge transformations. And a few weeks later, on April 8th, we will experience a solar eclipse in Aries. And as Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, the energy of new beginnings that it innately carries will be even more intensified. So this eclipse will make us step into our personal power, whether we want to or not. And this is the thing with change of any kind. If we resist it, it will be more painful. If we try to always go with the flow and if we try to accept what the universe wants to offer us, then it usually will be a lot easier for us. To sum it up, the lunar eclipse in April will make us release outdated relationships and the solar eclipse will ask us to become more responsible for our own life as an individual and it wants us to become a leader of our own life. That's why we need to get rid of all of these relationships that don't work. We will also have another lunar eclipse on September 17th, this time in Pisces, the very spiritual and emotional zodiac sign. This will make us see the truth of things. And it will also ask us to release old illusions and maybe even karmic patterns that we've been holding on to for way too long already. The second solar eclipse of the year in Libra on October 2nd will help us restore the balance again. This brings us very powerful energy of a new beginning regarding entering new relationships of any kind. So we are coming full circle here. We start by releasing all of the relationships that don't serve us and then with the last solar eclipse of the year we can invite new, healthier relationships again. So I'm pretty excited about eclipse season this year. But what more is happening? 
Let's take a look at Jupiter, because Jupiter will play a major role this year. Jupiter is the planet of luck and expansion. And it will offer us some great opportunities this year. On April 20th, Jupiter will be conjunct Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of unexpected surprises and innovation. And this will happen in Taurus, the very stable, solid and grounded sign of the zodiac. Anything that Jupiter touches wants to expand and grow and be bigger. And with the energy of Uranus, the sudden happenings and the surprises, we might see sudden happenings and positive shifts and evolutions regarding anything that has to do with our material realm and the earth, as well as finances. And on May 18th, Venus, the planet of love, beauty and harmony, will join this conjunction. So we will have three planets on almost the same degree. And this means that we can expect even more positive and sudden world events happening around this time regarding money and the material world. For you personally, you can use this time to take a close look at your finances and relationships and what you want to improve, what you want to grow. And with the energy of Uranus, Unexpected events may even happen in your personal life that will be beneficial for you and bring you into balance in these areas that I just mentioned. And lastly, probably the main event of Jupiter, it will enter Gemini on May 25th and it will stay in Gemini until June 9th in 2025. So we have one year with this constellation. This will be very beneficial for our interpersonal relationships and social circles in general. This is a very good energy that I like when I look at it. And it will expand and highlight the way that we communicate with each other. And it will also open our mind to new things. So collectively, we might even start to see the bigger vision for humanity. Anything that has to do with speaking, writing, exploring and expressing yourself will be favored during this time. And you know there is always a but. <laughs> so Jupiter will square Saturn two times this year, on August 19th and December 24th. A planet that is squaring another is always a more challenging aspect. And Saturn is one of the more challenging planets. It is the planet of restrictions and order. And with the square between Jupiter and Saturn happening twice this year, all of these new qualities regarding our communication that we just expanded on, that Jupiter in Gemini wants to bring us, will be tested. We might see new forms of communication and social networking that will be tested. Is it good to communicate this way? Is it beneficial? Does it give results? And Jupiter, the great expander, will highlight all of these challenges. And it will make us want to take a really close look at everything. Lastly, I also want to mention the retrogrades. As I said, no planet will be in retrograde from January 27th to April 1st. On April 1st, 
Mercury will move into its first retrograde of the year. And in May, on May 2nd, Pluto will turn retrograde for five and a half months. And during this time, it will also move back into Capricorn, like I mentioned, for about one and a half months. And most likely, we will have to deal with the last few things about the topics of restriction and liberation that we haven't dealt with yet, personally and collectively. So with Pluto moving into Capricorn one very last time, it won't ever happen again in our lifetime. All of these topics that haven't been transformed yet will get a last chance to be looked at. We do have a few more retrogrades. At one point this year on October 10th, we will have five planets in retrograde. And around this time, several planets will be in a retrograde shadow phase. And the planets will be Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, Saturn and Jupiter. And Mars, the planet of action and will force, will also turn retrograde, but a little bit later in December. So if nothing about what I just said makes sense, let me break it down for you. Most possibly, we will experience a slowdown during the later months of the year, as retrogrades are not a time to move forward with full force. It is a time to reevaluate, to review, go inward and reconsider a few things in our life. Retrogrades literally want us to check the fine print and they make us want to see if we are truly in alignment with what we started to create in these first few months of the year. So again, if you have anything important to start or launch, I personally wouldn't do it in the later months of the year. And instead, I would put all of my focus and energy in my projects in the first few months. So these are the main things, the main astrological events that are happening. There are so many more, of course, so many more transits happening. But these are the most, to me, the most powerful ones that I will look out for. And I will start to plan my year around that so that I don't plan any big launches or anything during a Mercury retrograde. I will put the more important things first and plan them for the first few months of the year. And so on. Lastly, I want to tell you about what I personally can intuitively feel and what I can notice about the overall energy of 2024. Energetically, I must say that I have a good feeling when it comes to this new year. Way better than the last few years. This doesn't mean that it will be only amazing and only good things happening. We are in the middle of a collective shift, if not the biggest shift. And of course, when there is change, there will be chaos. But with these expanding minds with Jupiter in Gemini, I have high hope for humanity and that they will use their sharp mind to think about new ways of living together, of communicating with each other. I don't believe that the world will suddenly be peaceful and I also feel that Mother Gaia will still continue to rear up against the way humanity has been treating her. But I feel that with all of the Aquarian energy, with Pluto 
the big transformational shifts that are going to happen. With all of that, many people will start to gain higher consciousness. A little bit like a bigger picture view, because illusions will fall. Now, this is just what I believe, what I feel. And I also know that many others that I know are saying the same things. So I guess we will have to see at the end of this year and get back to this episode and see what actually happened and came true of what I said. I don't want to make any predictions. I'm just reading the energy that is currently in the collective and I see the opportunity and the potential shifts with all of the astrology happening in 2024. That is how I feel into it. And that is why I also think that astrology is gold, because we can prepare ourselves. We know what the cosmic energy offers us, and now we can start working with it. I also already mentioned in last week's episode that 2024 will be the Chinese year of the wood dragon, which is said to be a good year with good fortune. So let's see about that. Let's hope for this. And in numerology, it is the year of the eight, which is all about finding balance and preserving it while coming into your own personal power. And Jupiter, the favorable planet of expansion, being in the social sign of Gemini, as well as the entire eclipse season that will confront us with realigning our relationships over and over again, just emphasizes all of that. So I'm looking forward to this year and to see what's actually going to happen. And I'm also very interested in hearing what you have to say about this upcoming year, what energy you can pick on and what you can intuitively feel. So if you like, you can send me a message on Instagram at Elaine underscore Valerie, or you can find my email address in the show notes. So my dear, this was a lot of information. Maybe you need to listen to this episode another time just to soak it all in. I hope that you feel prepared. I hope that this episode provided you with some value and that you gain something for yourself out of it for this upcoming year. I will publish an entire episode about the major Pluto transit in about two weeks, I guess, with all of the details that you need to know and also what it means for your individual zodiac sign. But for now, I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and week and talk to you soon. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to not miss out on any new episodes. And if you have any questions or feedback, you can send me a message to podcast at valerie.com or DM me on Instagram at Elaine underscore Valerie. I'm sending you lots of love and talk to you in the next episode.